Calm, beautiful podcast. We speak about the light, hold back truths to spare your feelings. We never rock the boat. No unfiltered opinions here. Ah, no. You're listening to Unfiltered. Unfiltered. If it's politics, tech, entertainment, global headlines, and everything in between, we shoot you straight through the eyes with the truth. Streaming to six continents from Colorado Springs, Colorado, and West Hollywood, California. Sponsored by the Stutzman Group. We're real. We're raw. We are unfiltered. This is Bobby and Luke. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Unfiltered with Bobby and Luke. It is Wednesday, January 27th. And Luke, I just turned 43 years old yesterday and I feel like I'm 25. I was about to say a very, very happy birthday to you, Bobby. I hope you had a great one. Looking strong and healthy as ever, my friend. <laughs> you know, we've referred to his birthdays lately as COVID birthdays, right? Yeah, so, sure. You know, sure. We, we do bre- basically breakfast, lunch, and dinner is all on the birthday person. Obviously, the gifts and stuff. We don't really go anywhere or do anything, Yeah, uh, especially during the week. But, um, you know, it was a great day. I got a lot of work done. And, um, yeah, you know, 43, feel 25. But, you know, great. time time seems to be going by. You know, we got teenagers now. And you sometimes do. you wake up yes. and you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, life happens, yeah. right? Yeah. Life, life happens when you're busy making other plans, right? Just, yeah. uh, yeah, that's what I, I look at, uh, you know, being one of the, uh, childless members of our class. When I look at folks like you and Amber and our, you know, our slew of other friends that have like high schoolers in right. their home, like we've got friends that have seniors in, in high school and whatnot. And I'm just like, what, 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 what? I remember when we were seniors in high school, what, what's going on here? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It flies by. That's that's fantastic, though. So to start off today's pod, I wanted to I kind of posted this on on Facebook, but um, all of our iPhone and iPad users out there our listeners out there that are, you know, Apple gurus and have iPhones and various iPads. There's a big uh, security breach with the platform. Uh, Apple has not been very transparent on exactly what the bugs affect and, you know, it's been exploited. So they have been hacked. There has been devices hacked. But what we do know is based on the follow up from TechCrunch is that some of the vulnerabilities had to do with the actual WebKit engine, which actually drives the Safari web browser. But then also, more importantly, the kernel of the operating systems on those devices. So anybody who owns an iPhone like you do, Luke, and everybody should mm-hmm. update to the latest and greatest software. Uh, we've heard uh, also communication that Apple was supposed to be sending out push notifications to these devices. And I guess that has not worked very well. So 
we just want to kind of give, you know, everybody a heads up, you know, these are pretty, you know, when it gets down to the kernel, like I was saying before we started recording, Luke, you know, anything you can do yeah. and as quickly as possible, you need to get that patch installed to, you know, stop at least the flood from happening. Yeah. So what, I mean, just being being a layman when it comes to, to tech and, and everything, all I see are these just story after story after story of mm -hmm. of of these of these uh, you know these these hacks and you know these violations or whatnot. I don't, I don't know what else to call it. Right. I mean, is this just the the future? Is this the the lay of the land? I honestly, absolutely. So when it comes to software, right? So the next world war is not going to be mm -hmm. with missiles or tanks it's going to be digital it's going to be networks mm -hmm. it's going to be uh you know jamming devices and getting access to devices just like with the solar winds you know initially it was just tied to solar winds and they took the you know all the punch initially the first few days but then the more people dug and realized that it was a lot of companies that it yeah. not only affected but were at fault for not properly doing the network tests and especially when you get into managed service providers luke so if you're a managed mm -hmm. service provider so say you're managing networks for the government or say fast food franchisees retailers whatever the case okay. and you're managing their network basically you're replicating the same thing from client to client, right? Your services, they chose you for a reason. Whether it's your platform, it's easy to, to navigate, it's easy to, you know, basically manage from an IT perspective. Uh, but once somebody infiltrates your network, they basically got access to everybody's network. And just like, you know, people's smartphones are really the doorway into their lives, right? So if I'm able to hack your operating system on your smartphone, I'm, I'm in. Now I can go after your text messages and listen in on your phone calls or turn on your camera whenever I feel like it. And so when it gets down to the kernel, people just really need to take it seriously. And some people are like, ah. You know, it's not that big a deal. Well, you got to realize, you know, the Apple ecosystem or the geek, uh, Google ecosystem is designed purposely so that when you're browsing on your smartphone, you can mm -hmm. basically pick up where you left off on your iMac or your MacBook Pro right. or whatever right. the case. Yep. So it's just right. not your smartphone. Once they're in, now it's replicating and they got access to your to your notebook, to your cloud service. So it's, you know, just anytime you hear there's a patch, you need to download yeah. it. That way your stuff's taken care of, at least for right now, until the next one happens, right? It's, so it's chilling. Like it really a, is. You know, yeah. it's kind of like Damn. a faucet that's just trickling. There's always going to sure. be exploits. And, mm -hmm. you know, before, what was it, last year, Google found some pretty serious exploits in Apple's uh, operating system. And they didn't go public with it until several days later. But I mean, mm -hmm. competitors are checking your shit, right? Apple's checking Google's yeah. shit. And so, you know, and that hurts the branding of Apple when people are able to hack it as easily as this patch will fix because they yeah. 
they they brand themselves as being the best in the world in security and you know all this yeah that's exactly what i was about to say you know i i you know, I'm 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 principally with Apple because you know for a long time I, I worked in education and that was kind of uh, you know when I was coming up through through the ranks and into grad school and whatnot everything was pretty Apple centric and right. so you know that's when I switched over and became a, an Apple person and then of course you know the back uh, you know with the iPhone and everything and whatnot and it's just so much easier to have everything. Mm -hmm seamless you know if you've got an ipad and you've got a mac and whatnot it, and you know and you have an iphone it's just easier for everything to be in one environment and Absolutely. so i've just stayed that way and also i've always liked what they've had to say about that security about how they mm -hmm. take it seriously and you know you're not going to get these uh viruses and, and malware and this and that and so it's just not nothing safe anymore is it bobby <laughs> well you know for the most part everybody does a great job but then when like android 11 came out then obviously that's going to be the focus for hackers to find some flaw somewhere whether it's right. through the browser whether it's through the Facebook app or some app on the phone, some some way, just you know, to fuck shit up, and that's basically what hackers yeah. do. And you know, they they weren't really gaining, you know, unless they were getting data like people's contact information or you know your geolocation status of where Luke's been for the last sixty days. You know, there's mm -hmm. a ton of stuff, but once they get to the operating system, that's basically you know doors open to access anything else on that phone scanning text messages listening to your phone calls yeah. and you know and all that and then the web browser right so when you go to facebook right there's cookies mm -hmm. that are stored and then you go and then you whether you use safari or you use chrome on your apple device those cookies are transferred and they you know it, it's 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 all collective now so there's a ton yeah. of shit that they can capture in a short amount of time. But then if if you're not updating your phone, they're just, you know, you're just an open sieve. So so here, you know, and, and so here's a real layman's question. You know, mm -hmm. I've got, you know, I've got my 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 MacBook for work. I've got my, you know, my my my, my MacBook for, for for personal use. You know, I've got mm -hmm. my all these different things but everywhere that i have a camera i have those little those little covers on my camera yep me too absolutely not on, but but not on my phone right and i just got this big old phone that's got what like four cameras on it yeah <laughs> and i will just, say i'm, not a, I'm not a fan of you know i'm an android guy but that iphone 12 yeah. is a beautiful piece of hardware it is a beautiful piece of hardware, but now I'm a little scared of it. Like I, was, like I was saying before we started recording, like I'm not the like I gotta have the newest latest thing. Like I was working with my 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 ten uh, that I've had for a few years, but then my dumbass dropped it and it got pretty submerged in some water. Yeah, it's actually raining in LA right now. All right. Right. Uh, so anyway, it was just it was the right time for an update, and uh, so I went and I got this beautiful phone. But you know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But then again, I also think I've got a smart speaker in every room in my house as well. So right. yep. where does this stop? And I just remember, remember like, just a, a few years back, 
Yeah, we were all right. worried about our televisions and our, our microwaves and whatever <laughs> whatever that the whole thing was. With <laughs> we were afraid we were being spied on. Now it's mm -hmm. like you know, hey, hey, Alexa, here's my credit card number. Yep. <laughs> you know, like exactly. what? It's it's crazy. It, it's yeah. convenient as hell, but man, the risk is just it, it's scary to think about. It is, you know, it is. You say, hey, hey, Google or hey, Alexa. And you say order, you know, re compare myself to Alexa. We Whoop. assistants have to stick together. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> See? Exactly. So, yeah. So the assistants would really it's an you know an AI. And but when you say, hey, order me X, and then they place the order, obviously they've got your, you know, they know your voice, they know where you're at. Yeah. I mean, there's so much mm -hmm. that goes into that order that people just don't think about. And sure. Sure. But, you know, the simplicity and really the seamlessness, right? The whole ecosystems mm -hmm. behind Apple and Google are about seamless interaction, seamless experience. Right. And, right. you know, in order to get there, there's a lot of, I mean, thousands of APIs that are working inter interwoven into a platform. But one exploit could just, you know, one 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 hack or one hacker could really, you know, get into your life and they know who you are, yeah. they know what apps you're using, they know where you're going. And it's just, it's, it's really crazy. And we're giving, when we activate those devices and we use those devices, we're, we're putting all of our trust into those platforms, but obviously, you know, shit happens and hackers aren't going to stop hacking and, you know, but luckily Apple was quick on this one. They are not usually yep. quick. They've not historically been quick. They never like to admit when there's a hack that has happened. But this one, obviously getting down to the kernel is a big fucking deal. So I just, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm adamant so. if you've got an iPhone, even if you bought it last night, Luke, just double check, make sure <laughs> you've got the latest and greatest software because they'll keep adding, you know, patch numbers. So like 14.4.1. And then right. two hours from now, they could, you know, release a, an, an updated version to 14.2 or whatever the case. So always sure, check. Sure. I always check my phone for the latest and greatest software as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, and I, I know out there in Apple land anyway, there's kind of this thought and I guess Apple kind of got caught with their pants down about or, or around it that, you know, as, um, you know, as new models of the iPhone comes out, if you do the software up, you know, the uh, upgrade on an older iPhone, it can slow your phone down, right? Right, that, that's, right. We, that's forcing that app. Yeah, that's called the force yeah. purge, where with yeah. software, the platform or the brand, say Apple, and they're kind of notorious for this, where mm -hmm. they will slow down the processor, the processes to force people to up, upgrade their phones. Right. Yep. Right. Right. And so unfortunately, because of that, and because it's kind of a known thing now, um, people are hesitant to do upgrades and turn off the automatic upgrades. I was never one of those guys. I was always of the thought that, well, you know, if they're upgrading, they're upgrading for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so I kept doing it. But uh, I do know plenty of people out there that are like, nope, not going to do that upgrade because I don't want it to, to fuck with my phone. So right. just right. opening yourself up to, to more risk. Yeah, and even if you like, there's a lot of people that I know that will read in detail what 
what this patch or this security patch includes, what's it's gonna, mm -hmm. you know, what's the end result gonna do. And on the slowing of the processor or the slowing of the RAM or anything like that, obviously they're not gonna put that in there. It was people yeah. in, in the Apple community that came together and said, hey, this is fucked up. And Apple eventually fixed that, but mm -hmm. it took millions of users to complain and you know that that did backfire on apple so you know absolutely it is what it is but you know i just wanted to quickly you know this is a big deal if it was just you know something to do with uh you know the mail or or something like that but when when it affects the browser engine and it affects the kernel of the os it's it's you know it's a big fucking deal so make sure people upgrade their shit absolutely now Topics this week, Luke. Oh, geez. Here we go. Are you fucking kidding me? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. And we'll get into this. So Luke and I were talking before we started recording, and 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 what we do <laughs> is Luke sends me kind of topics. And so he really drives, you know, the topics. If I got some topics, maybe on the tech side or something, but we're usually, you know, during the week or pre, you know, pre-recording. You know, I see what he's posting on Facebook and then I'll read that article or I'll post something and he reads that article. But he really drives our topics. So I'm just reading them as he sent them to me. So are you fucking kidding me? The world is melting literally. And then, well, at least they banned this guy and we'll get into who this guy is. And I'm and I'm happy about it. And can we openly talk about why these people are so easily manipulated? And this could kind of piggyback off of other podcasts we've done about manipulation, how easy Absolutely. people, certain people, a, a large swath of people have been manipulated over these last four years, five years or whatever. And then, of course, uh, Luke thinks for whatever reason, that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Damn straight. Go Chiefs. <laughs> and, and like I've told TK, right, there's been a lot of people that have given me shit about the Bucks and, you know, Bucks were going to lose to the Packers and all this stuff. This is the first season that I've ever rooted for, for Tom Brady. You know, I'm a huge Colts fan. <laughs> he has fucked right, my throat right. for years. So now it kind of right. feels good to be rooting for the guy. <laughs> to uh to 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 yeah, to yeah, it's like to to move in with the evil empire with uh yeah. with the well not the evil empire, right. that was for more than that, but uh Darth Vader found a new team and he's <laughs> <laughs> he's slinging it around. We'll see, we'll see. All right, well we'll get into it. <laughs> Let's go. She wants to lean, she wants to Gucci. I ride with some harness on me, I got a blue cheek. Pull up in a Jeep, I put it on for a Jeep. I want your body, give me this laptop on the front seat. We gon' for an hour, then we gon' move to the back seat. When you give me a lap dance, baby, back for the gap, please. Run it back, run it back, run it back, run it back like a track meet. Baby, relax me. You ain't gotta ask me. 
I blew a back out. Fucking that bitch got it tapping up. Got me buzzing like busting the racks out. I got a ride in the photo. Great dinner design and no polo. I was in the brave at the water. Ah, Luke, I love that beat. I love that song. I love it. I it yesterday. I was jamming to it yesterday. So I had, you know, I had to play for our listeners today. So Roddy Rich, beautiful. Backseat. Beautiful. Beautiful. So. Are you fucking kidding me? Let's dig into that. Well, you know, I, I gotta I gotta give some context here. And um, you know, it, it, it you'll kind of see a theme running from this topic to the topic we're gonna close with. Um, well, anyway, you know, yesterday in the Senate, uh, the 100 senators were sworn in to be jurors in the second impeachment trial of Donald John Trump. And immediately after each of them swore an oath and signed an oath book to be impartial, to, to, to consider the, to consider the evidence that is provided and make an impartial decision Therefore, uh, mm -hmm. shortly thereafter, Rand Paul rose to make an objection, citing uh, the fact that trying a, a former president, trying a quote unquote private citizen in the Senate is unconstitutional. And wouldn't you know it, 44, to make a total of 45 sitting U.S. senators said that they believe that holding Donald Trump accountable through impeachment in the Senate and possibly revoking his ability to ever hold federal office again is unconstitutional. Well, you know, you, you, you understand that kind of thinking when you hear or when you read the article, in fact, the, are you fucking kidding me? Because I, I literally, I just don't know what, I just, I just don't know anymore what to do. The, the, the party, the GOP, the Republican Party of the state of Oregon. Okay, the, 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 the real, not the right wing radical. This or that. No, 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 no. The mainstream, right? Republican Party of Oregon has released a resolution stating that the assault on the Capitol was a fake operation a false flag operation that was ran by the liberals in order to undermine trump and give more power to president biden i'm baffled bro and i, I don't quote, even know what to say to that the violence at the capitol was a false flag operation designed to discredit president trump his supporters and all conservative republicans this provided the sham motivation to impeach President Trump in order to advance the democratic goal of seizing total power. Mm. That, is, that is not the statement of some whack job on OAN or Newsmax. It's not even the musings of little fucker Carlson on Fox. Right. That is the state Republican Party of Oregon. Mm. What, what are you fucking kidding me, Bobby? Right, right. Well, and then I heard, and then I, you know, 
and then on the flip side of that or some you know some of the reasoning i guess that they're throwing out there is that we need to unite and that this this trial is just going to divide the country even more and like i said to you before we started recording that if someone yeah. robs a bank and they're standing in front of the judge is he going to say you know what don't throw me in prison for 25 years let's unite let's talk about this and you know that doesn't happen there has to be accountability for this for th those insurrectionists for trump for giuliani uh trump's family that that all kind of got this whole thing started and amped up you know 800 or however many people were there at the capitol you know, there's got to be accountability or this is just going to keep continuing to happen. And, you know, the evidence will speak for themselves. You know, maybe the moral compass in these senators aren't is not present at this time. But I think the evidence will speak for itself. And at the end of the day, however they vote, you know, in order to impeach him, we need 17 of those Republican senators to join the Democrats, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know, so do exactly. you think we'll get 17. there? I mean, you know, even eight, you know, my, even 10 is still not enough. Yeah. My, my, I, I, I had, oh God, get me every time, Bobby. I had oh, a, a touch of false hope because, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell, you know, did say off the record, off the record, and here you go, but did say, you know, it was pretty widely, you know, quoted that he said that this, that he could be on board with this, that this could be the opportunity for the Republican Party to jettison Donald Trump once and for all, and for the likes of Mitch McConnell's, and for, quite frankly, presidential hopefuls like that asshole Ted Cruz, to to step back into the limelight and get rid of Trump, but apparently some political advisor somewhere ran the numbers and went back to these guys and said, without Trump's base, so without that, you know, Trump Trump ended with about a thirty-one percent approval rating. What did we say about of the thirty-one percent? Maybe ten of that percent constitute this rabid right right wing mob that were represented represented by the insurrectionists at the capitol but some analyst somewhere i guarantee you some political analyst somewhere ran the numbers and said without this tiny minority of individuals voting for your candidates moving forward you will never win another election and so they made they, they, well, they already made the deal with the devil. They doubled down on the deal with the devil and said, right here, right now, in front of, you know, America and God, uh, these people, these insurrectionists, these people who tried to overthrow our democracy are the way for us to stay in power or to hold on to any semblance of power. And so we're going to stay in bed with them and essentially let the president off the hook and let mm -hmm. the likes of ted cruz and josh hawley who i believe are just as guilty off the hook the likes of 
uh, Steve Bannon and Rudy Giuliani and Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson uh, and Laura Ingram um, and all of those people that are part of this right-wing ecosystem that have been feeding this lie that the election was stolen. Because remember, the base of this is all about Joe Biden winning the election and Donald Trump refusing to accept the results of that and therefore inciting this insane animosity towards our democracy and right. the Republican Party. And, and, and Hawley yeah. and Cruz are trying to build political capital for their run in 2024, correct? Right. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And I don't, I mean, I, I, again, they've got, that, that's the fucking problem with these, you know, the, the political analysts and the advisors and these paid consultants, you know, they've got people, you know, they, they've got people that they pay good money or their lobbyists pay good money to give them the advice that they're getting, um, you know, because these are not, as much as I hate to admit it, these are not ignorant people. Okay, Ted Cruz is a highly educated man, right. and he knows exactly what he's doing. Mitch McConnell has not been in power and not been the head of the Republican Party of the Senate for as long as without being a very savvy operator. These people know exactly what they're doing, and what they're doing is saying enough uh, to keep the mainstream Republicans happy enough uh but tipping their hat to these uh right-wing lunatics that are literally trying to tear our democracy apart uh it's it's just it's it's breathtaking and the problem really is so much deeper than just what happened at the capitol on the 6th for example we were talking about before we came you know, hit record today about, you know, Biden's COVID relief package. It's a huge number. You know, I understand it's a lot of money, but, you know, you've got even the more moderate, you know, even the folks that didn't vote to uh, not hold the president accountable, the likes of Mitch, Mitt, Mitt Romney saying mm -hmm. that the, the price tag is shocking. Uh, good old Susan Collins saying that she's very concerned. God, she's always so concerned, Bobby. Um, but yeah, what these guys act like that they want to be fiscal now because uh, Biden's taken over, but nobody gave a shit for the last four years what shit was spent on. You're right, correct. You know, correct. So it's and it and then and the question is, you know, what what part of the COVID relief package do you not believe in? Like, I want these senators to go on the record and say, I do not want. Uh, you know, additional direct payments to Americans. I do not want funds to go to states to, you know, distribute the vaccine. I do not want funds to go to states to better prepare their schools to reopen safely. I do not want funds to go to small business operators so they don't, you know, lose their lives work and, and lose everything. You know, what, what, what exactly, Mitt Romney, do you not want? You know, like, what, what part of this do you think is so shocking? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, I just can't. And so if, if, if it's not the, you know, the, the GOP in Oregon, 
basically saying that what happened at the Capitol was a hoax. Uh, you've got uh, the mainstream Republicans saying that, uh, yeah, suddenly they've got, you know, that good old fashioned fiscal conservative spirit again. Mm-hmm. You know, there is yeah. no, there are no, there, there's no safe space. There's no safe space <laughs> in the Republican party. They're all just in on one topic or another. They, they've all completely checked out when it comes to their responsibility towards the American people. Right. I, I don't you know, know what else to say. That Trump's creating this new Patriot Party bullshit. Trump's going to be too busy yeah. with lawsuits in New York City and the 22 women that have filed lawsuits against them for for sexual assault and and all these. He, he's going to be too busy. But yet it was it was uh, discussed this morning that over the weekend. Some of the Trump aides who are still working for him were calling senators to simply inform them that Trump would be watching. That was mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. threat, just a simple statement. And then we've got only five Republican senators that agree with the trial. Mitch McConnell went on record, you know, after Biden was sworn in stating that he felt Trump needed to be held accountable and now uh-huh, he voted correct. against it. So I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping, and maybe it's just wishful thinking, but I'm hoping that the evidence that will be on display, the timeline that will be on display, how this all came about, the ramping up of the white nationalism, the retweeting of QAnon <laughs> shit through Trump's uh, Twitter account, you know, Rudolph Giuliani and, and, you know, it's everybody in kind of his circle, you know, they're the ones who caused this to happen. And now they need to be held accountable. And it starts with Trump, period. Well, can we also talk about their condoning the likes of Marjorie Taylor Green to mm. be not just in their party, but serving in the U.S. House of Representatives as a Republican House member, this is a woman, you know, forget the fact that she retweeted and liked, uh, you know, uh, indications that she wanted to see Nancy Pelosi be executed, you know, never mind the fact that she is a rabid QAnon conspiracy theorist and supporter. This disgusting human being after Sandy Hook happened, went on record as saying that she believed that that was a false flag operation, that those 20 beautiful young children who were ripped away from their parents by a violent, violent madman, that that didn't really happen. And she stands by, to this day, she stands by that belief. And you, Kevin McCarthy, believe that this woman is worthy of serving in the House of Representatives right alongside of you. Um, it is it is a it is a breathtaking abdication of all that our elected rep- representatives are supposed to be. And it, it's really just this one really gets to me because, you know, as a as a former educator and as a lifelong su- supporter of children's causes, 
yeah. you know, for somebody to be in our House of Representatives that, that loudly, publicly, proudly holds that belief is just appalling to me. And that's all, that's all I need to know about the Republican Party right there. Uh, you know, they, they, they let this woman just run rampant through the primaries and then, you know, you know, won the primary in a cherry red district. So she was definitely going to get elected. And now here she is right. in Congress and continuing, continuing to spout these lies. And of course, fully in support of uh, what happened at the Capitol on the 6th. And uh, just, you know, she, she calls those people patriots. Yep. You know, yep. uh, she she thinks that the 10 Republicans that voted for impeachment are Benedict Arnold's. And you know what we do to the likes of Benedict Ar Arnold? For those mm -hmm. of you that don't know, that, we, we executed him for mm -hmm. treason because he really was treasonous. OK, uh, it just. It, well, here you go. I mean, here you go, Republican Party. Th this is your party. Here you go. This is remember that old game show back in the day. This is your life. Well, here you go, Republican right. Party. This is this is your life. You own this now. This is this is who and what the Republican Party is. And you you had an opportunity to try to right the ship. The the storming of the Capitol gave you an opportunity to to kind of make things right with the American people again and and try to go back to being the party of uh, which wasn't great, but the party of Ronald Reagan and uh, Bush Sr. and even W, you know, not, right. not a great party, but at least not an insurrectionist anti-democracy anti party. Right. So, well, and what's yeah. sad, Luke, is, you know, we've had four years of, of Trump uh, conspiracy theories, but now, you know, power in numbers, right? Now you've got yeah. several state senators that are basically a a band of oh brothers that whether uh, oh, they yeah. believe it or not, I mean, we both know sitting here today, recording this as we speak, Ted Cruz does not believe eighty five percent of the shit that comes out of his mouth. No, nah, right? Of course, it, but, but like, yeah, of course not. They're driving the narrative of you know this is just left-wing propaganda this is a hoax you know hearing you know the oregon gop use the word hoax just makes my mm -hmm. stomach you know just that's a trump slogan and they're just following yeah. right they saw how powerful it was over these last four years and they're just gonna follow suit and i mean i am hoping that through the trial that we get the votes we need, but honestly, yeah. seeing yeah. the votes yesterday, I I just don't see it happening. No, I just don't, I, 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 and I fear for, you know, I fear for the senators that do ultimately vote for impeachment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the ten. What what has happened to the ten Republican? Uh, and it's worth mentioning this for a minute here. The, the 10 Re Republican members of the House that voted to back impeachment already, already have not just uh, primary challenges. Primary challenges are, you know, that, that's the normal political result of having right. courage is somebody primaries you from your right flank. Okay. 
They are getting death threats. Their families, their parents, their children are getting death threats. It is, it is, and we're talking about none other than, oh, I don't know, Liz Cheney, daughter of Republican Party royalty, Dick Cheney. Like, yeah, I was going to get to and, her. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and they are, they are getting death threats. You shouldn't get a death, you know, if I have a bad day at work, I don't get a death threat. Or if I stand up to somebody and say, you know what, that that goes against the regulations, we cannot do that, I don't get a death threat. I might get right. somebody unhappy with me. Uh, knock wood, I've never lost a client over standing my ground. But you know, if that happens, it happens. But I don't get a death threat. I don't mm -hmm. have Josh getting phone calls in the middle of the night saying that somebody's gonna rip his fucking you know, throat out of his neck. You know, this is the element that we're dealing with. And it's, got, who, who the fuck would want to go into politics anymore? Right. You know, like it, it is, it's it's scary, Bobby. It, it's, it's really scary. And I really do feel for the members of the Republican party that are trying to have some semblance of a fucking shred of decency and respect for our constitution. Right. So now with Liz, you know, back to Liz Cheney for a second. I read yesterday, they're trying to censure Liz Cheney. Yeah. yeah. So what's that yeah, process the, look like from from your perspective? So so basically, you know, the the any the, the House can censure her state Republican Party can censure. Um, you know, it, it it's essentially it's a it's a strongly worded letter. Um, unfortunately, in the House. What it could mean is her either being flat out stripped of her committee seats or at least reassigned to less uh, powerful committee mm -hmm. seats. And especially for Liz Cheney, who is the number three ranking Republican in the House, it could mean her potentially losing her place in leadership, which there are several members uh, the, the the vote on leadership happened prior to her vote on uh, impeachment. And now there are several, several dozens of, of the members of the Republican caucus that are calling for her to be thrown out of leadership uh, and a, a vote for her replacement to be held. So basically, it just means less power. Uh, mm. Back in the day when Oh gosh, who was it? That crazy uh, king from Iowa, that he, that Republican uh, right wing, the Holocaust denier and whatnot. Oh, he sure. was censured. Yeah, he was censured and essentially removed from all of his committees. So but, you know, if you're an active politician, it just means that your party can take your power away until the people have the chance to vote you out of office. And, and yeah. that's just the Republican side would vote on that. Yeah. So in the House, just you know, the the parties in the House are allowed to vote on and uh, elect their own leadership. So you know, Kevin McCarthy was voted the the minority leader, or you know, the the leader of the Republican Party in the House, and so he, along with other members of leadership on the Republican side, can can call for these votes. Um, and, you know, if that happens to, to Liz and these other 10, uh, it, it will just be one more indication of exactly where this party has fallen to. Now, 
The other thing that can happen is state parties can, can censure or can pass resolutions. Those are essentially much like, I don't know, much like when the mayor of Seward uh, has a resolution making today, you know, uh, plant a tree day or mm -hmm. something like that. Right. You know, they're not, they're, you know, they're official declarations. They don't really go anywhere. The state uh, Republican Party uh, made a censure resolution against Cindy McCain for mm -hmm. backing Joe Biden in the election. Right. All that essentially amounted to was the Republican Party of Arizona saying, we don't like that you did that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not as a private citizen, what the fuck does she care, you know? Right. Uh, thank you, Cindy McCain, for acting with decency, just like your husband did every day he was in the Senate and, and whatnot. Cindy mm -hmm. McCain has made no, no uh, you know, overtures that she has any interest in running for office herself. So, she, right. you know, she doesn't give whatever, a shit. you know. He doesn't give a shit, you know, whatever. Um, and so, you know, that's what people are like. So then why not just censure Donald Trump and move on with all of this? This isn't about just saying that we disapprove of your behavior. This one's about making sure that Donald Trump cannot run for office again. Now, whether he will be able to or not, right, because he'll be so caught up with all these other lawsuits and whatnot, that's the other argument that Republicans are trying to make that let the legal system take care of this. Quote me now, quote me now, if, if soon to be confirmed Merrick Garland makes even a mention of investigating Donald Trump, the Republican party will lose their fucking minds. They right. will run out on the Pennsylvania Avenue and light themselves on fire and accuse Joe Biden of politicizing the Justice Department. Quote me now, that is what will happen if Merrick Garland even utters the words Donald John Trump. Right, the, the, right. The, these people's hypocrisy knows no bounds. Right. <laughs> exactly. Limit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bobby. It's it's uh, can can you tell I'm a little worked up over this one because I so just let's you know let's jump I, let's jump to the guy that is banned from Twitter because yeah. here's yeah here's a quick story it just happened yep. this morning um, I got a text from a a colleague uh, you know basically a you know someone that we do business together in in the telecom industry. And he has a business partner that was, you know, is huge Trump fan. And I guess he was losing his shit this morning about Twitter banning this guy. Uh, do you want to tell our listeners who we're talking about? Well, my friends, do you have a my pillow at home? I hope not. <laughs> the CEO of my pillow and huge Trump supporter, Mike Lindell. Jack and crew at Twitter have decided that he has to go. Why? Well, much for the same reasons that they decided that Trump himself and the likes of Roger Stone and Steve Bannon had to go because the tweets have crossed the boundary from being false conspiracy theories to tweets that can actually result in violence happening. So Twitter said, Mike Lindell, you're no longer welcome here and received the, the, the permanent suspension, not the temporary suspension, uh, but the permanent, permanent suspension 
uh, largely in part due to his continued allegations and insistence on uh, widespread general election fraud for which he has been able to bring no evidence to bear. Right, right. And 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 what was it? He was meeting with Trump in the last days of his presidency, and he wanted Trump, Trump to invoke, uh, was it martial law? Yes, yes. So he was yeah. one of the ones that was... Um, you know, uh, let's not forget our, our, our fair Senator from Missouri, Josh Hawley was also not too far off, uh, in his support of this. And the biggest cheerleader of it was, oh, I don't know, former four-star general Michael Flynn, uh, yes, felt that Trump should suspend, uh, the Congress declare martial law. And therefore, and and command as the commander in chief, command the military to uh, take control of the United States of America, uh, the Capitol, the government, etc., and essentially install Trump as the you know this is this is what happened in Nazi Germany. Right. This is what ultimately. This is how uh, you know uh, Adolf Hitler after. Uh, really playing the political game and, and getting, you know, moving through the political ranks uh, on the up and up, uh, then, you know, suspended the, the Reichstag, I believe, um, and uh, declared himself the supreme ruler of Germany. This is, this is the, they, they, not essentially, they were specifically calling on Donald Trump to pull a play out of Adolf Hitler's playbook, pretty much verbatim to how it went down mm. back uh, in Nazi Germany. Uh, it is, yeah. it is, it is disgusting. Um, on that note, I want to step aside for a moment to recognize that today is actually uh, today is uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day and the 76th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz-Birkenau. Today we honor and remember the six million Jewish victims of the Holocaust and millions of other victims of Nazism. We must remember what happened and how it started in order to prevent future genocide. That's from the Conscious Kid Lib at Conscious Kid Lib on Twitter. Uh, let's not forget that one of these assholes who stormed the ca- uh, the Capitol was wearing a Camp Auschwitz sweatshirt. Right. The fact that that garment even exists makes my blood boil deeply, deeply. Uh, and um, it is it is a you know it, it cannot be lost in this moment that one of the things I left out about. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is that she is also a Holocaust denier, right? Yeah, uh, believes that that also was a false flag operation, and that six million Jews and others were not exterminated during World War II throughout uh, Nazi Europe. Um, yeah, that that person is uh, currently serving in the House of Representatives. <sighs> so. You know, it, it is, it is, we always say, you know, you got to know your history, otherwise you're doomed to repeat it. Well, right. here we are. Here we are. So thank you, Twitter. You know, you, I, as, as discussed, 
we disagree with a lot of shit that you do, uh, but yeah. at least you continue to work towards, you know, making your place a little bit safer by removing the likes of Mike Lindell. Yeah. And, so. and, and last but not least, Mike Lindell, your pillow sucks, bro. <laughs> my dad actually bought a, a my pillow and he also hates it he asked me if i wanted it and i said not no but hell no uh you can throw <laughs> that sucker right into the trash yeah. sorry you spent money on it dad but yeah. uh you know he, he too many too many commercials on fox news love you dad you know he's yeah. not He's not part of the rabid 10%, but he's pretty conservative. Like I, you know, I've mentioned it on this podcast many times. I grew up in a very conservative family. Okay. I grew up mm -hmm. surrounded by, you know, people who supported Republicans. Uh, I actually, you know, was a big fan uh, just because, you know, I was younger and, you know, Ronald Reagan and, you know, Star Wars and that's all Star Wars, not the movie, the actual government program uh you know and you know i just whatever you know but i was young and i didn't know but then as i got older and i started to get more educated sorry but finding out things about like oh i don't know how ronald reagan basically ignored the aids crisis for his entire time in office and yep. even one of his good friends from back in the hollywood days rog hudson even after he got sick and died still had no compassion towards uh the world aids crisis so yeah there are plenty of things that now i've found out in retrospect about people that i used to think were cool politicians and i'm like not cool dude but mm -hmm. you know i'm pretty sure ronald reagan never tried to stage a coup you know, right. when George, when George W. H. W. Bush lost to Clinton, he very humbly accepted defeat and encouraged Bill, you know, the famous letter of your success is now the nation's success. And I'll pray for you every night, you know, like, you know, these were, these were the Republicans that I grew up around. And these are the people that I grew up respecting. Hell, I even, when I interned on Capitol Hill, I interned for one of the most notoriously right-wing Republicans from the Midwest, Sam Brownback of Kansas. Sure. You know, like, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, so even like deeply into college, when I started to have more democratic leaning, you know, social beliefs, I still hung on to the, that traditional fiscal conservatism. And, mm. um, you know, it, it, it just to see what's become of the Republican Party is just it, it is sad to me because I do know so many people, uh, our good friend, you know, Jessica Coulterman, who we've had on the show, very active in the state of Nebraska Republican Party. And, you know, she's had voiced her concerns about what's going on with this whole Trumpian movement. Uh, she fancies herself a, uh, a more of a McCain Republican. So like, uh, what's her name on The View? Megan McCain, who, who yeah, the, the traditional conservative family, quote unquote, family values, all of that good stuff, you know, mm -hmm. but none of this crazy right wing lunacy that we're seeing. And it just, uh, it, it's, it, it, it really upsets me to see what, what has become of the Republican Party because we need a balanced system of government, a balanced political system in this country. Right. And you know what? If, if, if Donald Trump wants to break off and create his own Patriot Party, uh, I really w encourage the Republicans out there that are still holding on to true conservatism and true Republican values to say, fine, you go create that party. 
Uh, although that's a little scary because that's mm -hmm. ultimately what Adolf Hitler did, created the Nazi party. Right. Um, but it just, it, it, it is, is it's, a, it's, 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 it's sad. And, and not to, to continue this walk down uh, the, the sad alley. Um, Bobby, did you know the earth is now losing 1.2 trillion tons of ice each and every year? I did not. And I did not. It is getting worse, considerably worse. So this is the the world is melting, literally. Um, ice is melting faster worldwide with greater sea level rise anticipated. This will uh, wreak havoc on uh, our, our coastlines, island communities, but also will wreak havoc on um, our, our weather patterns across across the world. Um, basically what's happening, uh, about 3% of all of the extra energy trapped within the Earth's system uh, by climate change is turning the ice caps into water. And this was a, a really interesting, one of the scientists that were quoted in this article out of the Washington Post said that's like more than 10,000 back to the future like lightning strikes every second, mm. every second melting mm. ice around the clock. And this has been happening since 1994. Right. Uh, it's just a bonkers amount of energy that the earth is, is losing every second. Well, and this is something that Al Gore was screaming at the top of his lungs in early 2000s. You know, he said it was yeah. going to get worse. It's going to get worse. The scientists, I mean, look at the tornadoes during tornado season. They're getting worse. Floods are getting worse. Um, you know, all this is getting worse. It's going to continue to get get worse. I mean, look at the erosion of, of Florida because of rising sea levels. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's just going to continue to get worse until everybody is ready to do something about it. I mean, I, I'm a huge advocate for, you know, alternative energy and, uh, you know, battery operated cars and, and, and all that. But where do we, you know, where do we start? Right. So I saw Chuck Schumer's, you know, idea with getting GM and Ford, you know, money to really spearhead their and their battery operated car innovation and all that stuff. And, you know, but this is more dire than just people moving from gasoline to battery operated cars. Yeah, it's a it's a top to bottom look at how we live life uh, earlier this year. We reached a, a tipping point. Uh, on this spaceship called Earth, where the amount of man-made products that are on planet Earth now collectively weigh more than all of the biological flora, fauna, natural matter on mm. planet Earth. Just, just, a, you know, a decade or two ago, the amount of man-made objects on Earth were but a fraction of all of the natural matter on Earth. We are actually not getting better 
as right. as a world society, we're actually getting worse. So for every giant skyscraper that goes up, for every uh, giant indoor, uh, oh God, what is that thing in in, in uh, Dubai? The indoor, the mall that has like a ski slope inside of it. You know? Right, right. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Dubai and other places, they're building man-made islands and things of this nature. None of these things are good, <laughs> you know. And to your right. point, Bobby, uh, if every person in the world got off the of gas and started driving an electric car, if the building and rebuilding and continual use and reuse of our unrenewable resources keep happening, we're never going to right this ship. And yeah, to your point, this is nothing new. Yeah, good old right. Al Gore has been on this for a long time. Long for a long time. time. Long. And time. then you got, you know, uh, I believe uh, not yesterday, so Monday's executive orders included some things around manufacturing and climate. And, right. you know, Joe uh, said essentially in one of his executive orders that not only are we going to have an all electric fleet, you know, the, the U.S. government has many, many vehicles, but they're going to be all electric fleet and 50% uh, or more of the most expensive components of those vehicles will be made with renewable energy sources here in the United States of America. So that's helping with jobs, manufacturing and climate change all in one. and to see the the right uh, just again lose their minds, saying you know oh here we go with this socialist agenda. Well, I don't know. I think having a inhabitable world climate is. I don't know that that's socialism is it, Bobby? You know why is it that when anything from from the Democrat side that makes sense that is going to benefit everybody on this planet, why is it always socialism? that that's the word that they come back with or the left, you know, the left, um, uh, you know, progressives, you know, the AOCs of the world, they act like that, you know, the entire democratic party is thinks like AOC or Bernie Sanders and anything that's going to benefit the people that's coming from the government is simply socialism. Cause I live here in Colorado Springs We've got multiple military bases. So we got thousands of soldiers, men and women that live in this community. They actually drive almost 80% of this community. And I've yet to, to meet anybody working for the Air Force, the Army, the Navy, saying that their benefits are a form of socialism. Right. Exactly. It just really exactly. pisses me off that that's, you know, anything that is coming positive from the Democratic side, well, that's just socialism. Right. Yeah. Any any attempt, uh, any attempt to, you know, do something that will actually help the American people uh, is considered socialism. And it's just it, it's it's mind boggling because why again, like, wh why would you not want these things like why right. would you not want easily accessible affordable health care for all people why is health care not a right in america like i don't right. i just don't i don't understand bobby it, it, it gets it gets me going um but what doesn't uh one thing i didn't put <laughs> on my list that we we have to talk about just briefly it is 
man, uh, we've got some we've got some problems uh, in this country that have nothing to do. Well, they might have something to do with Trump, but um, yeah, COVID is fucking out of control. Uh, yes. Vaccines are are not getting out there. We've had here in uh, Los Angeles, we've had the deadliest three weeks on record where we've had over 5,000 deaths, 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 not in California, not in Southern California, in LA County proper. So LA County is essentially just the, you know, the Metroplex that is Los Angeles. And it is not getting better. Uh, the new strains of the virus are rampant uh, here in California, especially throughout the Southland. And uh, you may have heard, Bobby, did, did, did you hear what, what Governor Newsom did yesterday? Yeah, I believe he said, even with all the deaths, even with all the hospitalizations, even with the new strands running rampant through his, his state, we're going to go ahead and open shit up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I have a little, a little clip I'd like to share, uh, if you don't mind, because it, 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 um, it's, well, I'm just going to let it speak for itself. I'll, I'll introduce the young man that did this, uh, once it's done. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Los Angeles has become the epicenter of this horrible disease. But if we work together with my new plan, we can make sure it doesn't get worse. So that's why I'm calling on you to stay home if you want to. It's good if you stay home, but you should go out, but you should support local businesses, but safely at home unless you want to go. And if you go to the mall, don't, but you can, but you shouldn't, but you won't. But if you work at the mall, go there. It's open. You're still in business, but no one's there because they should stay at home because they're here. They're staying and they're out. And if you're out, go home. But if you're here, wear a mask when you're out, but don't go out. Stay inside. There's parking tickets now. Move your car because the street's sweeping. But you shouldn't be on the streets because you're at home if you want. Yeah. So that's uh, a <laughs> very, very funny gentleman, Matt Griffey. Uh, very funny, good account. Literally, uh, that's what it's called. Very funny slash good account on Twitter and TikTok. But uh that's basically what we're working with here in the state of California, uh, or uh, at least in Los Angeles. It, uh, very confusing. Um, what <laughs> you know? Go, stay home, but don't support local businesses. And by the way, we're going to open restaurants, but don't go to restaurants. But go to restaurants. Mm -hmm. uh, get your haircut, but don't you know? Uh, don't you know? Go outside. Go outside as little as possible. But we're reinstating. Uh, street sweeping so make sure twice a week you move your cars on the right side of the road etc 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 it is it is it's not it's not a, <laughs> you know it's not really it doesn't take a rocket science you know people keep asking me why are things so bad in LA well you know i played that clip because it's funny and god we all need to laugh right now but there there you go that's why mm -hmm. it's so bad in LA you know because that's how it's been since you know we're coming we're coming up on a year you know we've never really officially been out of lockdown for more than two weeks here and there mm -hmm. uh since march 19th of last year and that is the kind of direction that we've gotten here in los angeles since the jump 
Well, it, and on Friday, Biden has said there was only three states that had done away or had, you know, basically closed down indoor dining. The other states have some type of indoor dining. And he's asked all the senators to come together, actually the governors of these states, to ban the indoor dining. We can do pickup deliveries and all that. But, you know, here we got even Democratic uh, senators and governors opening shit up. When yeah, like yeah. at the center of, of COVID. And unfortunately, the sad fact of the matter is that it is uh, ent almost entirely politically driven. Here in the uh, state of California, uh, and it is how we wound up with a, uh, <laughs> it's how we uh, wound up with a uh, Governor Schwarzenegger. Uh, here in the state of California, we have what's called recalls. So if you get a petition uh, with you know enough signatures on it, you can automatically trigger a statewide vote to recall the governor. And it started out as a murmur, as a whisper, and it's been growing and growing and growing, and it's starting to look like we may um, you know have a vote here come uh, this fall to recall Governor Newsom. And now why oh. I mentioned Schwarzenegger in there is what happens Total if the governor- Get it? Totally. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> what happens when, when a recall happens, that means it is a what's called a quote unquote jungle primary, meaning that anybody from any party uh, can run and the top two vote getters go to the runoff and the winner of that becomes governor of the state. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we got Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so Newsom, who who started this pandemic with very, very high favorable numbers, very high uh, uh, approval ratings, has just tanked out, and uh, he's facing a very real possibility of having to face down a, a recall, which we have not had in this state since uh, that recall uh, that led to uh, Governor Schwarzenegger. So, it, you know, it's tough. And then Gar Garcetti then doesn't have much of a choice if, you know, all of the communities around L.A. are opening up dining you know, it, the pressure just gets, you know, gets to be too much. And so he just begrudgingly, now I will say this, they are, they are maintaining because we do have uh, nice weather here in LA most of the time. They are continuing the in outdoor dining only. Uh, from everything I understand, indoor dining will still not be allowed for now. Uh, so that's something. Yeah, um, right. And the other thing that Newsom says that not Newsom, excuse me, Garcetti says that I guess I'm going to have to this one. This one makes sense. OK, let me walk you through. So I am just out of my mind. I've got to see humans. And if I have one more picnic, I'm going to lose my mind. So you know what? I'm just going to go over to my friend's house, roll the dice, and maybe a couple of our friends have come over as well. And so boom, there's only four of us there, but that represents four households. And you know, like most Los Angelinos, I don't have a big, huge palatial backyard for us to hang out in. So we're gonna just hang out in maybe on my tiny balcony that's outside of my apartment, or now we're just gonna hang out in my living room. We don't have masks on and boom, four households, one room, no masks versus those four friends can get together at a dining establishment 
sure, they're in public per se, but they're socially distanced from other tables and they're outside. Gotcha. And so that is the reasoning behind maybe this opening dining back up. You know, Garcetti basically said people are gathering whether we like it or not. So let's at least give them an opportunity to gather the right way. So, you know, I, I guess I have to give him a, a tip of the hat for for what seems to be some decent reasoning behind it. So if Newsom is recalled, that's going to give Mr. Luke Mohat an opportunity <laughs> to run. Yes. Sorry, Greg Davis. That's who it was. Greg, Greg Davis, Governor Gray Davis. He's the one who was recalled. I'm sorry. My brain, my brain spit sputtered there for a moment. And I, I also should remember him because recently we had a really cool uh, ad that ran on uh, public, well, public TV, that ran on all of the TV channels out here in California. It was all of the former governors, uh, including Gray Davis, uh, Schwarzenegger, Jerry Brown, News, you know, all the former living governors came together from all parties to implore uh, Californians to wear masks. And as you may have noticed at the inauguration, we are now in the age of the double mask. Did you right. catch that at the inauguration, Bobby? So now yep. they're saying that the aerosols are better controlled if you have some kind of like cloth mask on as your first layer, and then your, not cloth mask, you know, the more medical grade mask right. on as your first layer, and then a, a cloth or, you know, the kind of mask we've been buying on Etsy and whatnot over top of that. Um, right. I've been doing it. It's uncomfortable as as I'll get out, but you know, the, I, I I I had two this week. I've had to go to the grocery store and uh, unfortunately to one of those big boxes to buy some some paper products. Anyway, uh, did the double masking? <laughs> did the double masking both times? It, it gets real hot real fast, but uh, you know, yeah. if that's what if that's if that's the way we got to do it, that's what they're encouraging now. Um, meanwhile. In, in places uh, across America that we're very familiar with. Uh, they still struggle to get people to wear one mask. I know, so, I know it. Uh, it's, it's really, it's really something. But, you know, this has been such a, a sad episode. Do, do you want some happy stuff to end with, I Bobby? want some happy stuff, absolutely. Awesome. What I've, do you got I've got, I've got a couple of things today because, uh, you know, they're they're both just so good. I couldn't uh, pick between the two. First of all, we are so excited to see a return of dogs to the White House. So wonderful to see Major and Champ um, uh, joining the first family. I'm looking at a picture of Jill walking Champ uh, into the White House right here. It's fantastic. Uh, then you know. Major, uh, their newer dog, uh, is an adopted pet. And thanks to a uh, adopted pet uh, in, the, in the White House, uh, we, we've already seen an uptick in dog adoptions during the pandemic. Over the past uh, week since the inauguration and the publicity that the Biden's rescue dog has been getting, we have seen an uptick, an even bigger uptick 
in uh, rescue dogs uh, being adopted from shelters, which is just that that's nice. my real warm and fuzzy. My other warm and fuzzy, <laughs> <laughs> my other warm and fuzzy deals with a bit more serious of an uh, of a, a, a situation. You know, the United States has 22%, about roughly 22% uh, of the world's prison population. Uh, you know, you're, you're like, okay, 22%. Well, we have less than 5% of the world's population. So it's, it's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. And it's been the dirty little secret of the United States for a long time has been uh, the, the, the cheap labor uh, ecosystem that exists in the prison systems. And unfortunately, that situation has been exasperated by the uh, prevalence of private for-profit prisons. Well, yesterday, as part of his first acts towards uh, social justice in America, uh, as we all know, uh, incarceration rates impact uh, people of color far more than uh, non-people of color. The uh, excuse me, the executive action signed together cites that the United States of America will no longer contract, will no longer take out new contracts with privately held for-profit prison uh, organizations, which means that we should see a, well, the goal is to see a marked decrease in the number of uh, lengthy prison sentences and a lot of minor crimes be let go with a violation or probation as opposed to prisons. So a great, a great uh, executive order. And I hope that uh, this is just the first sign of things to come. And I quote, there is broad consensus that our current system of mass incarceration, incarceration imposes significant costs and hardships on our society and communities and does not make us safer. To decrease incarceration levels, we must reduce profit-based incentives to incarcerate by phasing out the federal government's reliance on privately operated criminal detention facilities. You've been listening to Unfiltered with Bobby and Luke. Politics, tech, entertainment, global headlines, real and raw. Real and raw. Finally, a podcast with real talk and no bullshit. We hope you enjoyed the show, but if we pissed you off, that's okay too. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Bobby and Luke. On Instagram at Unfiltered with Bobby and Luke. And on LinkedIn at Unfiltered-With-Bobby-And-Luke. How many dashes do we need there, fellas? My God. Anyway, make sure to like, rate, and review. And of course, leave a comment. And check out the website at BobbyAndLuke.com. This is Unfiltered, signing off.